You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Another episode of On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Tony Shebecki with you. And of course, we're brought to you by the Australian Wrestling Network, one of the best networks around in regards to watching Australian wrestling. So many old videos and all that sort of stuff you've got access to on the Australian Wrestling Network. Get involved with it. Get brought up to date with the past. It's sort of the, uh, the back to the future. Of, uh, of wrestling. Joining me now for a chat, Lyle. G'day, Lyle. Very good day, Tony. She also joins us. Hello, Welshie. <laughs> you stole my fucking intro. There's no need for the I language. Told you was. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he was in a good mood today, Tony. There's no need for the language. What's wrong with you? We just started the show, mate. We've had a rubbish day, and now I've got to put up with you two pieces of shit, and then Lyle steals my intro. Tony never you, first. Tony, Tony did a terrible bloody read of the of our sponsor. Oh, would you like to do it? Well, I was going to say that um, I was watching a piece. There's a few PCW matches that have gone up on Australian Wrestling Network, and I was having a look at Grand Slam from 2019 during the week, and um, it was an enjoyable show. Um, it's worth. <sighs> the worth the submission sorry, just to that main event. Sorry, I oh, just cool. yawned while you're doing it. Sorry. Do, do we do we want to take a break before we do the second half of the show? No, no, I'm just going to introduce. A, we're just going to go straight for it. Just introduce. What about anyway. last week's guest? You pieces of shit. If you're yawning, what what hope do our listeners have? We didn't have a show last week. Last episode. Who was it? It's on your run sheet. Is he sure, Tony? Come on, mate. Is that the one that I just got five minutes before the actual show? Well, five minutes ago. Oh, is he sure? Of course. As if you've ever got a guest five minutes before the show. No, the run sheet. (laughs) I asked for is he sure and you got her. She was fantastic. Yeah, you won't. I can't wait to get back to Adelaide to watch her. Anyway, introduce our guest who I got this week. Oh, would you like to introduce him, Brent, since I do such no. a crap job? No, no, you introduce him. You can screw it up. Steve hey, Tyson, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me, boys. Sorry about the... fantastic uh... intro, Tony. Yeah, no, thank you, mate. I appreciate that. I thought it was one of my better ones, actually. <laughs> well, Definitely one of your right. better ones. You got his name right, so that puts it at least top three. That's a good start, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> off and rolling. Hey, Tyson, uh, as we said, a year off, Due to the knee injury, you came back for effectively 
a year, and now you've no, had. It wasn't a year, not even a year. What are you oh, talking was, was, about? It was three matches, three matches. <laughs> three, oh, that's right. It was matches. March this year. Hang on, let's yes, start this whole thing again. Fucking hell, I'm, my head's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, this is pretty regular. Right? You can blame that your head's oh, gone. Oh Christ! Here we go. This is pretty much usual. Tyson Baxter joins us on the line for a check. Hey, Tyson. How are we going, boys? Good, mate. Did you enjoy that intro? <laughs> oh, I absolutely loved it. We so haven't heard it. You've had four cracks at it now. <laughs> Amazing <laughs> that you had that lengthy period off with the knee injury. You came back and I think you had three matches. Yep. You had the lengthy period off again. Due yeah, to your research, Tony. The COVID injury. Everyone's suffering from the COVID injury now. Yeah. How's um, the feeling good? Our body is feeling surprisingly good. Um, I think that extra time off due to COVID kind of gave me a little bit more time to heal, both like post-surgery with the knee and also just like typical wear and tear from like bumping in a wrestling ring. Um, hopefully it does move, do more, um, more good than harm uh, when we do get back to things, seeing as I've had this extra time to kind of rehab it a little bit more, um, get some more, I guess you could say, feeling back into it. But um, I'm just itching to get back into a wrestling ring more than anything. So the sooner it can come, the better. Are you back training this week or next week? Uh, yesterday was our first session back, funny enough. How was um, the so first bump? Um, I did it in the old MCW ring, which is the softer one. So it wasn't as unpleasant as I anticipated it to be. Well, uh, all, the the new, all the new students the- are in the hard ring. Yes, that was our plan, to make all the rookies uh, break in the hard yeah. ring for the show guys <laughs> to be really good fun. <laughs> how, many, uh, how many people turn up to training? Uh, I think we had about seven or eight in our first turnout. For, okay, nice. uh, for the temperature, it was actually pretty good, seeing it was about a 30-degree day. Um, really good to see the new facility over in Summerton, uh, twice the size of our um, old facility that was in Thomastown. Uh, so we could fit both rings in there, which is good, to have a lot more, um, lot more movement going through, especially with the COVID style of training, where we're not going to have any um, physical interaction for the foreseeable future. So it's really good to have all that space to utilise to full potential. Um. And obviously, class sizes would be limited at the moment as well, wouldn't they? Yes. Uh, as far as I'm aware, they're limited to 10, 10 people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, only another couple of weeks until they'll probably um, lift that ban, which is pretty good. Yes, we are the same for footy training, um, which has been interesting. It's, been, it's interesting when you're trying to split groups up and make sure everyone's doing the right thing. Um, be COVID safe. It's a different world, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's something no one is used to at all. So it's still, everyone's trying to come to grips with what we have to do, like for the foreseeable future coming as well. And who is your training partner? Uh, training partners, I should say. Um, Jay Andrews, Miami, and of course, my tag team partner slash best friend slash housemate, Jet Ruka. Um, talk about um, the transition from being a student at MCW Academy to then becoming one of the trainers? Uh, it was quick, to put it in short. Um, very unexpected as well, especially coming from myself and Jet. Like, we're pretty fresh on the MCW scene as it is, and even still wrestling. We've been wrestling for about four years, like, each as well. So to be asked by Jay Andrews to become what is effectively an assistant coach role at the moment was, like, we were, our first thought was, like, are you sure? Like, are you sure you want to pick us? of all the people, but he obviously has that much faith in both myself and Jet, and that we take that with everything that we can, and we just try to give it 100% no matter what we're doing. 
we've obviously been grateful enough to have these opportunities in the wrestling business. So even as early as four years in, it's really good to, um, to get back to it. Well, let's hope that the uh, MCW don't take the same route as the AFL and sack all their assistant coaches. Oh, I hope not. I've <laughs> <laughs> got a lot riding on this. Yeah. Bloody hell, Tony. So who's the, uh, out of you and Jet, who plays the good cop and the bad cop when it comes time? Uh, I wouldn't say anyone's a bad cop per se. Um, uh, what's the best way to describe this? Who it's plays more the, of a... the asshole then? <laughs> um, I find it very hard to be an asshole at the best of times. So... Um, we that's, do what have... Jack's, uh, that's what Cracker Jack's that's promo it. class is for. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> wow. um, but I like we Jet and I both complement each other as coaches pretty well. I believe um, he's more of the foundation of learning, like the building blocks as to like this the basics and like trying to get the basics down pat. Whereas I see myself to come naturally towards more of the fine tuning of things, like just when the um, the trainees are starting to get the basics down. I then come in and just be like, hey, you could probably do this with your feet or like just really try to nail the nitty gritty and like really start to nitpick them as well. Yeah, the polisher. As a coach myself, Tyson, um, how much uh, do you learn um, while you're imparting knowledge on people? Like how much are you learning for yourself while you're teaching? Uh, A lot to even surprise myself, to be honest. Um, there have been instances when I've been training and I'll explain something to a group and I'll have that quite like three seconds of silence. They'll all just be looking at me and be like, are you all right? And I'll just be thinking to myself, that's why we do that. Makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, it, all, it kind of dawns on you. Like you realize like you're not just teaching things, but you're teaching things for a reason. And then in that moment, you finally realize what that reason actually is. And over the years, you've trained under you know, a few different coaches yourself. And mm-hmm. you've done a number of seminars with different wrestlers from around Australia and around the world. Um, how much do you take from, from everyone else? Um, so obviously um, different coaches have different ways that they like to train people. They have different like specialties and expertises in different fields. Um, so when I first started training, I trained with um, Hitman, George Julio over at his gym in Sunshine. Um, as did a lot of people in Victorian wrestling, yep. Um, he is very good at teaching the fundamentals and then other places like the MCW Academy or even like this guest seminars, um, Will Ospreay, Pete Dunn, Trent Seven, uh, Kazushka Okada, just to name a few. Um, they really give you more, the seminar side really gives you more of an insight of the show aspect of a wrestling like match instead of like the basics. It's more so like, like, like I said with myself with the polishing before as well, that's kind of what seminars are aiming for because people who go into seminars are already competent enough to know the basics. So the seminar is a taste for them to really get a bit of a grip on what is needed for like a, a good match, essentially. And how much when you're working with the young guys and the young girls, um, are you trying to remind them that it's, it's one thing to get your moves down and to get your shit in, but they've got to keep that um, in mind that, this is all going to be for the crowd. And when you're wrestling, it's actually for an audience. Uh, going from experience, it's very important. Um, I came into wrestling like an excited puppy dog, just wanting to do every move under the sun. And just like you just said, well, you get my shit in. But um, it's important to have a move set that suits your character, but it's also just as important, if not more, to work for the, the business, essentially. Like you don't want to just go out there 
get all your shit in, do moves, and then the crowd be like, okay, that was just a bunch of moves. Like, why would I be invested in that? It's all about storytelling. It's all about hierarchy of a show as well, knowing where you are on the card and what kind of match you need to put forward accordingly and trying to not exactly like burn the card and try to like burn the house down, but separating yourself from the rest of the card. And what is it, uh, non-contact training? What does that consist of at the minute? Uh, lots of cardio. <laughs> lots of cardio. Um, that's good for everyone that's had the break? It, it is. Didn't exactly help in the 30-degree heat yesterday. <laughs> but um, we got through it. Uh, it's a lot of, seeing as this is like one of the first training sessions back from, I guess you could say, for about an eight-month absence, uh, it was a lot of um, getting the basics back down, Pat. It's like trying to retrain your body like muscle memory, so to speak. Um, and down the line, we plan on doing a lot of uh, what we're going to call shadow wrestling, which is basically running a spot with just you there, both on both sides of the spectrum as well. So trying to really like, it, it takes me back to like when I was a kid wrestling on a trampoline or a bed. It's like, you're just wrestling nobody. And it's yeah. a way to really start to fine tune like your footwork and your body positioning and your selling. So I think with that, um, barrier in place of not being able to interact physically with one another. It'll be a really good way to see how people take what they've learned from working with themselves. And then when we do throw another person in, when the COVID restrictions allow us to see how much they've actually picked up on what they've done. Puts a whole new meaning to giving yourself an uppercut, doesn't it? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so everyone going to rock up to training with a pillow and have uh, wrestling matches like Royce Chambers did? Pillow, teddy bear, it's your choice, really. Those wrestling buddies that everyone used to have back in the, the day. The brawling buddies. Oh, yes. <laughs> Mate, you, uh, you tag team partner announced that he's going to take a break from wrestling for a while. Uh, your thoughts on that? Uh, it's a bit unfortunate that um, Victorian and Australian wrestling is going to lose such a good talent for a very short period of time, but a period of time nonetheless. Um, as much as like I hate that he's not going to be there in the tag team scene with me, um, I feel like this is a good uh, fresh start for myself personally. So obviously when I got hurt earlier in 2019, um, Jet got a little bit of a singles run in MCW and elsewhere as well. And uh, Melbourne Wrestling really got a taste of who he was as a wrestler. So given the unfortunate circumstances, it is nice that... Um, that I am finally back in the picture. Um, it's a good chance for me to do what he did and just showcase what I'm about. Is there a particular... Now, I know you would... Oh, sorry, Walsh, I was just going to say, if you do get back into tag team with somebody else, is there a particular person that you'd like to be matched up with? Oh, um, can we make sure this podcast isn't exclusive to Jet? I don't want him to hear this. <laughs> you know, uh, Aisha's our only listener, so that's okay. <laughs> so just pick her Aisha I guess um, oh, if I could, if, it's a good question dream tag part is it something I've never thought about because I've been teaming legit for so long um, now that you mentioned the uh, pillow fighter Royce Chambers I'd love to be a tag team with him Emma um, uh, and the kid I reckon he'd be a really good tag team partner to be with uh, I think we'd, um, our styles would complement each other very well um, my other housemate Aiden Miller I'd love to be a tag team with him one day that'd be really fun just a bit of a childhood throwback. You could always take Kaz Jordan and go a step further than what Jet was able to go with him. Oh, that's just cruel, oh, I think. Oh. <laughs> Got to get him back from Perth and then we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Oh, I forget what my question was going to be. That'll I'm make good you off. radio. You did throw me off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was going to be watching Jet um, during your time off and seeing what he was able to achieve. I know you would have been really happy for him, but how much was that a motivator for you that there's so much left for you to tap into for your own performance? Oh, it was a massive motivator. Um, there's one moment in particular that stood out. The, um, that Air Force 3 that everyone was raving about with um, Eminem and Royce, funny enough, that I mentioned God, I love before. that match. Um, that was a very, like from a wrestling standpoint, that was a fantastic match. But from a personal standpoint, for me personally, that was very hard to watch. Seeing as these, obviously my tag team partner going on without me and these two guys that I've wanted to work with for such a long time and going on and absolutely stealing the show, that was like, it got to a point like at the end of the match where I needed to step away for a little bit just so I could compose myself because that was really, it was an emotional time for me for not being able to be there. Um, only having the two matches in MCW at the start of that year and being gone so quickly, it was my instinctive fear that I was going to be forgotten really quickly and everyone was just going to remember everybody else but me. So yeah, it was a little bit tough, but um, absolutely support, like nothing but support for all um, three of those boys and everyone involved in MCW. So now that I've got this opportunity to get back in when COVID is eventually gone, um, I really want to make my mark and like give, put my stamp on Australian wrestling as much as I can. How so I, good, I, oh, sorry, feelings, just yeah, I just want to follow up on that. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, those um, feelings that you're having that you're talking about, the emotions of, of feeling like you could get left behind, you could get forgotten, um, there's any self-doubt you had during that period. How much of that are you writing down, um, keeping in the back of your mind for, for use in your character down the track? Um, well, character development, obviously, I've had a lot of time to think about with this off time, um, both parts of off time, really. Um, so it's obviously something that I can always keep in the back of my mind. Um, as I say, some stories just write themselves and there could be one right there down the line. Who knows? I was just going to say, uh, you spoke about being forgotten in MCW after such a, a short run. I just want to say, and I want to clear something up right here and now, I did not forget you at the merchandise stall. <laughs> here we go. I, forget I did not, I did not believe that I called you Jet. No, so I think you got the other way around. Story, oh, no, sorry, I called Jet you. you. Congratulated Jet on his comeback. Yeah. Is what we've heard. If anyone heard that story, it's bullshit. It didn't happen. <laughs> That's not what Jet says. Not what he tells Jet me all the there. time. It was a passer. <laughs> it was a passerby that says they heard you say it. I wasn't yeah. there. Yeah. It was reported back to me. We are, oh, was, as story. a good as a good journalist, I just felt the need to bring it to the table. Tell Danders she's lying. It wasn't Danders. <laughs> 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 I have many sources, Tony. <laughs> now, you mentioned uh, the fear of uh, being left behind and forgotten. How quickly did that go away once you had the uh, the crowd reaction you did when you for your comeback match? Oh, the comeback match reaction is something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. Um, I was as nervous for that comeback match as I was for my very first MCW match. Like, Knowing that that hard work for the 11 months and the payoff was coming out to that reaction. And like I was mentioning before about um, that fear of being forgotten, coming out and having that big, like massive ovation was a real like reality check for me to be like, huh, maybe people do remember me, even though I wasn't here for a very long time. So it was very gratifying, very heartwarming. 
Um, unfortunately, they got cut short due to the COVID circumstances. But um, it's just, um, it's again, another motivator for me to say, hey, like even though wrestling's gone, once it's back, I am far from done. Something else that must really please you, I know you wrestle all around Victoria, but your time, which has been quite short in MCW, you've been put into matches with Robbie Eagles almost straight off the bat. You've been in with um, the Velocities. You've been in with, you know, a who's who of, of Australian wrestling. Um, and then when you were injured, you've come straight back into storylines. That must give you a lot of confidence that MCW's got a great deal of faith in you. Oh, absolutely. Um, so when I was, when I got hurt, my main mission for myself was to not, well, not only just not be forgotten, but also just to make sure that I don't disappear from MCW entirely. I wanted to make sure that I was still around the academy, still trying to take in and learn as much as I could while I was still like physically incapable of doing anything. So um, I think them seeing that I was still dedicated to the business, to, dedicated to MCW, then um to really put that in perspective and see that like this guy really wants to work for us. And like, like you said, being put with against these high profile guys, like Jay, uh, Jet and I have been Academy guys since day one. So it's really nice to know that our commitment to the brands has really paid off in the long run. Cause we've been pushing for MCW um, since we started wrestling. And um, what's the trade of thought there? Hang on a second. <laughs> That's all right. Um, who you're down there all the time you're at mcw academy um all the time who are the next guys that we need to look at look out for we've had a taste of a few of them the guys and girls like who should we who should we really be excited to see more of i want to say everybody but i don't think it's going to be a viable answer <laughs> that's okay um, you can say as many as you like if i had to say a few <laughs> names definitely um there's a lot of potential coming out of the mcw academy um tony Vellani is a man that definitely stands out for me He's got a world of untapped potential and I can't wait to see what he does in the future. Um, good charisma. Very good charisma. Um, Ant Caver and Skylar Cruz, both of them have a very good... Um, I like, really like the dynamics that they're going with as well. Um, we saw a taste of the both of them at Wrestle Rock, so that, hopefully that's a sign of things to come. Um, let's see, who else we got? Oh, I don't want to leave anyone out in the dust. That's the only problem. <laughs> um, guys like Zane Zodiac, Hector Jones... Um, and the list goes on. Like, I just there's too many to name. There's, Is there anyone that we haven't can... we haven't seen yet at all that you think they they could be something special? Mm, um, there was an academy showcase that the academy ran last year back in I think it was November or December. Um, a lot of good faces. Um, if I, I'm going to mention names, but they're not really going to like stand out to anyone for not being like seen on the Australian circuit. Yeah. But um, just remember the names of people like Solara, uh, Tom Curtis, K.E. Prince. Um, yeah, like they're going to be very good one day. And they've, they've got the potential and they're definitely going to roll with it. And they've got good trainers too, so awesome. that's going to help them. Yeah, we're okay. They're a jet as well, <laughs> as well as the good yeah, trainers. He's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, she is it okay if I do my little spot now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, let's just bring this on you. Tony had an idea that he wants yeah. to try. So um, it could be a failure. We'll just it see. could be. Now, th- th- I was told a little truth it about you. Well. I thought I might ask you and see if it's actually true. Is okay. it true that you are a wrestling trivia buff? 
Um, in short, yes. Um, <laughs> I, take my, I take my wrestling knowledge very seriously. I've just got a knack for just remembering really stupid shit and wrestling has to be what happens to be one of them. Uh, well, that's fantastic because we are about to have a little bit of fun with you. With Oh, wow. There's a quiz board on this and everything. Yeah, there is. Let What's happening? Just... Hang on. No, I've just got to get the right buttons going here and that one oh, there, that one there. This is going to make tre- tremendous, tremendous audio. All right, here we go. Yeah, with... I can't people to not see this. I can't see it either. Tonight, we're offering a $10,000 pop-top caravan. We are not offering a caravan. Two outstanding Holden vehicles, plus a cash jackpot of $306,000. All on the world's richest quiz, Sale of the Century. Tony, are you putting up that money? Shebeki. (laughs) (laughs) G'day everyone and welcome to our wrestling Sale of the Century, Tony Shebeki, the trivia quiz here with you. I'm not taking anything off you, Jeffrey. Please do not send me threatening emails or get upset. This is just something that we thought we'd do a little bit of. You might even uh, unearth the new talent right here. His name's Jeff, not Jeffrey. My friend, Tyson Baxter. Ten questions about money in the bank. Oh, boy. Now, you have the opportunity. Each question's worth three points if you get it with the right answer first off. If you want multiple choice, I'll give you multiple choice. You'll get it two points if you get it right. And if you want to ask a friend, you can ask Welsh or Lyle, and they can help. That'll be for one point. Mm. This is the most points. convoluted podcast I have ever been a part of. Here we go. Question <laughs> one for you, Tyson Baxter. $306,000 up for grab if you get it all. <laughs> Actually, And those caravans? Actually, and the caravan. And we've also yes. just had, it's just come through in my ear with my producer that MCW have offered you a title shot if you get all 10 questions correct. <laughs> I'll see that. I'll believe that when I see it. All right, but you've got Antonio's to get, you've got to get 30 points. You've got to get 30 points. Question one. The Money in the Bank ladder match debuted at which WrestleMania? WrestleMania 21. WrestleMania 21 is correct. Well done. Good work. <laughs> Question number two. Who won the first Money in the Bank ladder match? Tony definitely got no work done today. <laughs> uh, that would be Edge. Was it Edge? Let's wait for the sound effect. Yes, it was. Tony, he's going to break for one sec. Tony, did you, uh, are all these questions about the first Money in the Bank? No, no, no. Oh, they're no, they're they're sick. Not. no the second Money <laughs> in the Bank match <laughs> took place in which state? Uh, I was about to say city then. Uh, the state was Illinois. This is ridiculous. Three out of three. That's fantastic. Well done. Tony looks on shattered. fire. <laughs> Question he thought he's, four. He thought he stumped me with that one. <laughs> Question four. RVD cashed in his money in the bank contract at which pay-per-view? Ooh. That would be ECW One Night Stand in 2006. <laughs> Shit. Tony, did you think I was joking when I said he'd get all these? Question five. How many people competed in the third Money in the Bank match? Uh, That would be eight people. Smart ass. (laughs) Tony, Question, question six. Who was the first person to win the Money in the Bank briefcase twice? 
Oh, this is a bit of... A, oh, not really a technicality. No, it's not at all. I was thinking of another person. No, that would be CM Punk. What? Incorrect. Was it Edge? It was Edge. Oh, are we oh, talking about it. the... I thought we were talking about oh, the no, 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 Edge, no, no, Edge, no, no. Oh. Edge didn't win it in a match. There, it goes, a there goes the opportunity to win <laughs> and wrestle in a championship match. Has just got three three points. Can you repeat the question just so I could find out we were talking about the right thing? <laughs> no repeat. It doesn't no matter. Repeat. You were wrong. <laughs> no championship match for you. $306,000 off the table. No caravans. You'll be lucky to get a kick up the ass at this stage. Oh, Tony. <laughs> I feel wrong. seven. That was a technicality. That doesn't Absolutely matter. Absolutely a technicality. I'm going to take it, though. Question yeah. seven. <laughs> Who was the first person to win the Money in the Bank ladder match twice? Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) I feel so betrayed right now. (laughs) That was CM Punk. Tony really didn't want to get rid of his caravan. He didn't want to get rid of it. It was a good follow-up question. It's the the former former WinFM caravan that he was giving away. Uh, It was too, actually. (laughs) I'm so angry at myself, and by myself, I mean Tony. (laughs) That's me permanently. Only three questions to go. I'm still salty. The largest Money in the Bank ladder match featured how many men? Ten. Correct. Question nine. Where did Jack Swagger cash in his briefcase? Like city-wise or show? No, what what promotion? Oh, on SmackDown. It was... And the final question to give you nine out of ten. Ten out of ten in my book. <laughs> nine out of ten. <laughs> what years featured three money in the bank matches? There were two of them. What year? Uh, there were was they? two. Uh, 2010 and 2017. Oh, wrong button. Sorry. Um, uh, I was going to say. I was going to say. <laughs> I actually knew that one. Sorry, wrong button. You had the wrong button on the other question that I supposedly got wrong too. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. That was correct. Uh, well done, mate. Nine out of ten. That's bloody good. That's really good. It doesn't win you anything, but, geez, you were good. <laughs> tell you what, yeah. though. That is yeah, pretty thanks. impressive. When, you were you. Guessing, yeah. when you're guessing the shows that people catch, cashed in on, and I thought Tony was trying to trick you when he said, what promotion did Jack Swagger cash it in on? He was going to say WWE. <laughs> uh, no, that was very, very because WWE would what, have been the correct answer, Tony. Yeah, it would have been too. I'll tell you yeah. what, I will buy you a beer as your prize for nine out of ten. That sounds good enough to me. Uh, yeah, Mid strength, yeah. it's a pretty good second place compared to two caravans. <laughs> How do you know? You so didn't much? see if you'd seen the caravan, yeah. No, that was shocking. Uh, How do you know so much about wrestling? I was just, it's just something that I've been fascinated with ever since I started watching it as a kid. And I've just tried to try to turn myself into a wrestling historian, like if you will. It's just something I've always been obsessed with. So I just want to learn as much as possible. And I've always had that kind of a freakish memory as a kid. So it's just, it's just my way of memorizing, like memorizing just dumb shit, really. Yeah. Tyson hey, Meltzer. It, it paid off. 
is that the same thing with uh, like Royal Rumbles and Royal Rumble entrance and everything like that? You know that kind of stuff? Uh, entrance, not so much. Um, my real, I guess you could say it's a claim to fame, although it's kind of dorky when you think about it. Um, I can name every Money in the Bank winner, when they cashed in, who they cashed in against. I can also name every Royal Rumble winner and every Elimination Chamber winner. So if you want to okay. be on for another episode, you can do that. Yeah, you it's okay bet, to well, be dorky. We're we're doing a wrestling podcast, so it's totally that's fair. Gone. The good news is, <laughs> is that you're and our, you're one our, of us. So the good news is is that you're our carryover champion. So <laughs> right, we'll, right get, well, we might get a wrestler up against you one day and see how we go. There's an asterisk matter. next to that nine, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. 1978 um, Mid South Wrestling uh, trivia next time we have Tyson oh on. Uh, Tony, <laughs> rush up now. If only we get all the names of the wrestlers wrong, which makes it hard to get the answer of the question right. <laughs> I'll have start you had it, the books. Have you been on WrestleBrainia yet? I have not. I feel like I'd thrive in that environment, though. Oh, I, reckon I don't think you'd be fair on the others. I don't think you'd be fair on the others. I want him to be on my team um, when it happens. <laughs> Jeff said many a time that you're banned from the shows. I'm not even sure you'd no, be no, able to no, get I've the building. No, no, no. I've been told that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a certainty next year. Okay. I well, thought he said you're a certainty Jeff, this but... year. <laughs> not by Jeff. I, think, I think my wife told me I'm a certainty next year. <laughs> she said I'm that sure last she was year. About WrestleBrainia. He said that last year and you weren't. <laughs> um, Tyson, famously you live in a in a wrestler in, in Melbourne's wrestler house. Oh, I've been told. Um, I wanna talk a little bit about you and your housemates and and see like try and get to the bottom of, you know, the personality types that you're living with. If we're making a remake of The Hangover, for example, mm-hmm. who's who? Which character's which? Okay. Uh, just trying to remember all the Hangover characters' names. Uh, it's Doug, Phil, Stu, and Alan, right? Yeah, but I like to refer yeah. to them as the boring guy who falls asleep on the roof, the weird unit with the beard. But you, you can say whatever you like about them, really. Okay. Um, so just to clarify for people who are listening who don't know, my housemates are Jet Ruka and Aiden Miller. Um, so with that in mind, with that in mind, because there's only three people in the house and there's four characters, you can actually import a person into the house to be one of the characters. All right. Um, Thanks for stealing right. my segment, Tony. <laughs> Someone has to do it, right? I had an idea. He had a dream. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Let me. This is a tough one, actually. Um, well, do yourself first. I think yeah. I think I'd probably fall under the category of stew, trying to be the responsible one, <laughs> but it ends up just <laughs> turning drastically on myself. I can see that, and I end up being the worst off one. <laughs> I thought you just make yourself Bradley Cooper because he's the best looking one. But oh, look, you haven't gone down that track, and I I respect that. If um, if Phil was going to be anyone, I reckon I'd probably put Aiden under that. Yep. Just, um, yeah, his personality kind of... It's, it's, he's very Bradley Cooper-esque. Very handsome man too, might I add. Um, just trying to... He's just in it for the boys, basically. He's just there to have yep. a good time. Um, and Jet. Where does Jet fit into all of this? Uh... If no, I just, had to choose... He's got to be the goofy dentist, doesn't he? That's, That's who I he made himself. To be. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. 
Tony, uh, you're can up, be, by the way. Jet can be a little bit of a handful sometimes when it comes <laughs> to just like more of like a having fun kind of thing. Like he just he gets a little bit overzealous. Um, so I probably could put him as Alan. Oh. Someone. <laughs> so I've got no one else to compare him to. He's not boring like Doug. No, Lyle's done. <laughs> oh, you know we you know we're gonna Photoshop this for the uh, promo of the podcast with your all on it. More than okay. Tony's probably <laughs> Leslie Chow. Yeah. Actually, I'm probably losing. You can channel. suck them. Oh, no. Yeah, easy. <laughs> All right, that's um. I thought you were gonna. I definitely thought you were gonna make Jet the boring one on the roof just to sort of uh, throw him under the bus. But making him Alan is definitely throwing him under the bus as well. Uh, kind of, but I don't see it that way. <laughs> I thought you were gonna bring Caveman Uggin to be Alan. <laughs> I mean, by looks alone, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good work. <laughs> Okay, that was um, that was funny to me anyway. That was um, a good segment. You yeah, did great there, segment. Well, well, well done. I got ten out of ten on that one, though. Unlike some of them, you did. Don't. You did get ten out of ten on my one. You couldn't even have your own sound effects. <laughs> no, because I work during the day, Tony. Oh, okay. Like you were he meant to be. Has, he normally has his dog in the background for a sound effect during the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> my dog's scratching at the door as we speak. Uh, any talk last night, buddy, about uh, the possibility of? a return in 2020 or is that definitely scrapped? Uh, I think 2020 is pretty much off the table at the moment. Um, from what I've heard, a lot of promotions are going to try to push for mid to late January to early February to try to get shows back up and running, all depending on uh, the COVID like circumstances, seeing as we are living in very uncertain times. Um, <laughs> but obviously when it is safe to do so, the earlier the better. Are they uncertain or unprecedented? Both. Sick of, no, no, look, Tyson knows my hate of the words unprecedented time. So I respect that he is, he's gone with, un, what was it? Uncertain. Uncertain. I'm not a fan of the word unprecedented times either. So no. that's why I went with it. Yes, because we had a Spanish flu in the 1919s or something. Oh, so it is precedented. It's precedented times. That trivia quiz was unprecedented. I can tell you that. Well, that was unfair. That's what that was. I it was undefeated. Um, I'm shocked that Tony didn't leave the trick question to near the end. He's gone early with the trick question. Tyson, you knew that it could be a trick question. Absolutely blindsided, I was. Because you thought about going with Edge. I, I, I could hear it in your voice. You were thinking, do I go with the technicality or do I go with the result of the match? Mm, exactly. Tony threw you under the bus like a jerk. Curveballed. Yeah. Out of a one, out, one and a ten... How salty are you now? And is it nine out of ten? Like you got in the quiz? <laughs> uh, just because of that, I'm probably going to put it at like a twelve now. <laughs> Tony looks so happy with himself too. I am. Even I'm though he's technically he's so I'm proud, I'm absolutely <laughs> over the moon. <laughs> you got nine out of ten, and Tony's still happy. I'm never going to live this down, so I'm never going to forget this. <laughs> uh, it just gives you something to aspire to next time. Yeah, to listen yeah. to Tony like properly. Yep. Do we well, have any questions? Do we have any questions for this young man? Uh, yes, oh, I've got a from our listeners. Question. We do, but I don't know where to find them. It was a while ago that we asked on them. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at on the turnbuckle. I'm presuming. There's your plug. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Thanks, because we forget to do that every week. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one from Davis Storm. Uh, he wants oh, to boy. know: Do you th- do you think your knee injury was an act of God or karma? Uh, yes. By karma, do you mean the, 
the wrestler who um, was in WWE for a short period of time, who's usually better known by a different name in other promotions. I mean, it could have been her fault for all I know, unless she's working some kind of voodoo magic. Um, now that I think about it down the line, it definitely was some form of karma after what I did to poor Davis. <laughs> Dave, if you are listening, I love you. I'm surely but, Dave's got over it by now. Uh, that question says otherwise. Six? It does feel like six years. This year feels like six years. This year definitely feels like six years. Um, I got a question on Twitter from at Danderfield. When you're eating a taco, do you turn the taco or do you turn your head? She's asked now, that question before. That's a trademark question. Um, funny enough, I had tacos for dinner tonight. So I did a little oh, bit of research. Oh, so you did some research. I did. Um, I've come to the conclusion after my um, after analyzing my hypotheses that um, I turned both, but it's more a turn of the head and a slight turn of the taco. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, There's I, an I algorithm agree. to it. I'm yeah. pretty sure that I'm on the same page as you there. You meet it halfway. Yeah, or three quarters of the way at least. Okay. Tony eats a taco in one bite, so he doesn't need to turn either. Yeah, that's smart. That's clever. Yeah. Makes it easy, just disappears. That's true. <laughs> hey, uh, Tyson, thanks for joining us, mate. We really do appreciate it. And we so look forward to seeing you and all your mates back in the ring sometime in 2021 and uh, get back there cheering for wrestling again here in Melbourne and right around Australia because there's so many great promotions, I'm sure, that are just going to... I've got a feeling that 2021 is going to be a very, very big year for wrestling locally. Oh, absolutely. I think so too. Um, cannot wait to get back into it, as is like every wrestler in Melbourne at the moment. So, yeah, really looking forward to it all. Um, and pleasure to be on the show, guys. Thank you very much for having me. And the borders are open, so any message for interstate promoters? Uh, book me. <laughs> Straight to the point. Um, I do know that the borders between here and New South Wales will be opening shortly, if I'm not mistaken. So um, for any New South Wales promoters that are listening to this podcast or have seen my uh, tweet from last week, um, I'm available for bookings if you want to hit me up. Hey, let's just um, hire a ring and drive to Albury. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Thanks a lot, mate. Thanks very much, guys. Mate. Oh, some Baxter joining us here on the Turnbuckle. I hear voices in my head. They counsel me. They understand. They talk to me. You got tools in your religion. All designed to keep. Welcome back, segment two of the program. Tyson Baxter joining us in segment one. Uh, great to hear from the kid. He's, uh, he's going to have a big year next year, I'm sure of it. Yeah, it's, been, it's unfortunate that coming off the injury, he had this happen and it's almost two years out of wrestling, but you can tell that he's been thinking about it and he's hungry and I think he'll be a better wrestler for the time out. Yeah. Can I... Can I just say one thing, Tony? Yes, mate. I thought you re did really well in uh, doing that research and putting that quiz together, mate. So my hat's off to you, buddy. Yeah, no, thank you, mate. I appreciate that. It took me ages. Uh, Walsh, as he said, gave me only two hours' notice. So 
I had to go into the internet and dig deep and find. Hang some... on, hang on, hang what? on. I'm on Google at the moment. Yeah, you've stolen that quiz from WhatCulture.com. Tony, no, Tony. You, <laughs> yes, you, you accepted. Are. You accepted my praise, Tony. Well, hang on. Stealing isn't the right word. Plagiarized. Borrowed. Is that the, the good enough word? I borrowed. borrowed. <laughs> uh, misrepresented are you a, yourself. Are you it back, are you? Thank you, whatculture.com, for giving me that quiz. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And all your other WWE quizzes are fantastic as well. Do you think Tyson is going to be more angry at what culture for that oh, no, question? He, or he'll you? be even more angry at me. <laughs> I, I, t- I tell you what. Credit to you for stealing a quiz from What Culture because you would have had to click the mouse about 70 times to get through all of their clickbait to get uh, all the questions and answers. No, he's a, he's, a, he's a paid member. There's no ads for time. Yeah, no, exactly. Mate, I'm used to clickbait. You should see some of the other stuff I watch. No, 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 I don't no. want to see. No. Uh, Cody got his last name back, which is a great thing for Mr. Rhodes. Yeah, um, obviously... There must have been some talks between WWE and and Cody because I saw during the week that they dropped their claim uh, to his name and then at uh, the AEW pay-per-view, it was great to hear him get announced as Cody Rhodes. He's got a nice pop from the crowd. and um, I mean, it's a bit petty that he didn't have it in the first place. So, you know, the Rhodes name needs to stay with the family. Yeah, definitely. And from 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 both sides, I think Cody gave up a um, a couple of his WCW trademark things that he was going after. So work together. Yeah, you know, it's not not too hard. And yeah, pretty sure Dusty Rhodes made that name before he got to the WWE and WCW, um, which is what Vince bought. So and yeah, like you said, the crowd hearing it for the first time. Yeah, it was, it was nice. There was a good pause from the ring announcer before he announced it as well because everyone was wondering whether it was going to happen or not because they hadn't announced yeah. it. It was just a rumour, so um, it, it was pretty well done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. No, that's great. What the what hell you, is happening? What are you playing? No, uh, nothing. Tony, just... Tony, you're not going to go viral on one of these guys on a Zoom <laughs> call watching something, are you? no. Because I don't want to watch you watching that. <laughs> uh, people have lost their jobs for that. No, I was just having a look at a uh, short intro video for the AEW uh, video game. Yeah, looking looking forward to it. Uh, Kenny Omega, obviously, is a big gamer in the gaming world and he's across all all that nerdy stuff, which we love. Hey. So, which we love, which we love. Um, on PlayStation so arriving Thursday. PlayStation 5 coming Thursday. I still haven't got I'm my just confirmation getting, I'm just getting, email I'm yet. just getting the PlayStation 2. Well, there's a couple of good games on that. You know, Destruction Derby. I just got the 2 and the 3 and I'm sticky taping them together. Now, um, get Got the 5 coming. and So AEW are going to have a game on it, are they? Uh, well, we, we assume so at this stage. It's only early stages. Um you think that go across all the new platforms uh, coming out with the Xbox coming out early next year? I think it is. So I don't know. There's a new yeah. Atari coming out. Maybe it'll be exclusive to Atari. Ah, uh, Tony will be straight on that. Well, I'm telling you, it's going to have to be a pretty damn good game 
to beat WWF's No Mercy from the old Nintendo 64 game days? I loved all those 64 games, um, the WCW ones and the um, WWE ones. They were made by THQ, weren't they? Um, yeah, they're all yeah, fantastic right. games, well ahead of their time. And um, game, honestly, the, the the Nintendo 64 is probably my favourite console ever made. No, I, I I never had a Nintendo 64. I was just I went straight from Nintendo and Super Nintendo to PlayStation. Yeah, oh. a little a little bit of a dip into the uh, the Xbox 360 because you could get it chipped at the time. Um, yeah. you know, so I could steal games uh, legally. Um, but you yeah, stole my favorite, legally. Well I, well, I went down to the lab at a market. I bought myself a pen for ten dollars and got two free games. That's that's free, isn't it? That's like legal. a ten dollar pen. Yep. Yeah, ten dollar pen. Well, they probably they probably still do that with other things these days. Um, probably but here comes the pain. Them. Yeah, <laughs> well. That's why I said other things, and it's probably a little bit more than ten dollars. So uh, SmackDown, here comes the pain on PlayStation Two. So Welshy, you got your PlayStation Two coming? Make sure you get that game. <laughs> Brock Lesnar on the cover. Yeah, that was great. That 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 was really good. And you can't go past I, Fire Pro. I can tell you that um those early SmackDown games do not stand up. No, <laughs> of course. <laughs> the uh, very blocky. The um. The 64 games, they're, they're slow, but they're still fun to play. I think um, a lot of games try to make everything look realistic and they forget the games are meant to be fun. Yep. Um, yep. So, honestly, the I think with Kenny being involved, hopefully, even if that AW game looks like shit, it'll play really well. Um, but in my experience, when new wrestling companies have their first game out, it doesn't. It's not great. Oh, did you ever play the TNA game? No, um, but I've, I've heard about it. I've heard about it. The ECW <laughs> game was disgusting. Oh, the backyard wrestling game, that was horrible. Uh, yeah. Real backyard wrestling, though, was good. Yeah, real backyard wrestling yeah. fine, too. Uh, we mentioned the other day that Tony Modra will be back in NXT. Uh, from what we're hearing, the real Tony Modra isn't happy. No, he's uh, he's hooked up nice. Um, obviously, not seeing the funny side of of old mate Sexton. <laughs> I'd be uh, absolutely you know, flattered if someone named themselves after me. Well, how did Lyle say he legally borrowed it? Yes. That's it. Or you like Legal. the quiz? He borrowed. Yes, it. that's right. Exactly. Yeah, he'll give it back. When and that's he what we were try- And that's the exact reason I did it because we were trying to point that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So oh, very like, insightful, considering yeah. you saw the run sheet five minutes before the show. Like, <laughs> I worked. Calm fast. down, what culture? Don't throw a Tony Modra. That's what you're saying, isn't it? Yes, exactly. It's a compliment more than anything. Yeah, Tony it's said an homage. Mr. Tony or Mr. Modra, as I like to call him, um, said that his son watches wrestling and he's he's aware of the product, but he thinks that Sexton's trying to make a name off him. Uh, I don't know how big Tony Modra thinks he is in Florida, but I'm not sure that he's that well-known. Yeah, no, no. you're probably right. Uh, wrestling makes a return to Melbourne, boys. With uh, PCW coming back, are they? Yes, PCW back to wrestling. They're, they've announced three dates, I think it is, uh, at the end of November and two dates in December. Fantastic. Uh, 
Yeah, limited two, two of those shows are sold out already, aren't they? Uh, yeah. yeah. So good luck us getting a ticket. Any um, room for media? Media? Surely. You're the one with the media card, Tony. Yeah, I will. You should be able to borrow a couple of tickets. It worked, well, it worked need, in Chicago. We need to do it so that we can go to Munchies as, as requested of us by yes, our listener, correct. Aisha. Yes, our listener. Yeah. No, it's, it's just good to see wrestling coming back in Victoria. It means we're another step closer to, um, you know, live wrestling coming back some sort of normal. Yep. Well, I mean, being able to drive to be. 26k, being able to drive 26k's from my house is is a, is a nice step. I'm going to try and do that this week. Yep. 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 Uh, a familiar name has been announced for the best of the Super Juniors. Jack Jones is he? Well, no, he's not. No, who's Jack Jones? The Saber, Saber Tooth. What's his name? <laughs> no. Jack Jones Junior. That's him. Yes, Ishimori is in the tournament. It's um, good to hear. <laughs> but uh, no, Robbie Eagles has been announced for Best of the Super Juniors, which is great given the pandemic to see Robbie back in Japan. Yes. Yes. Uh, any chance media can get over to Japan, Tony? Oh, there's every chance you can get over there. Just don't come back. <laughs> May have had a I think that's the trip issue. or two planned to Japan. Uh, no, it's... That's that's very good for uh, Welsh's partner's friend's husband to get booked in Japan. Yes, it's very good. So, exactly. Yep. Looking uh, forward if you, to it. If you've got an idea for a podcast, you can contact us on my podcast house or on the Turnbuckle through our Facebook pages. We'll Wait, help. Uh, you hang on, on hang on. We're not we're not going to talk about the AEW pay per view that was on the weekend. I oh, know. Apparently, Tony just skipped right over that. Oh, full <laughs> gear. Yes, I did. Yeah. No. <laughs> Actually, hey guys, uh, tell us all about AEW Full Gear. I thought it was a good show, Tony. Uh, you were trying to blow past it, so I'm assuming you either didn't like it or you didn't watch it. Uh, both. Or you can't both. read. You didn't <laughs> like it, but you didn't watch it. Correct. I'm sure if I had to watch it, I would have liked it. Hey, don't worry, Tony. There's some wrestling fans out there that are exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't watch it, but they'll tell you everything that was wrong with it. Yeah. they did watch it. Yeah. Um, they, it started off uh, like a house on fire. The, the first match, Hangman versus Omega. You know, and... That was almost too good. The rest of the show <laughs> suffered because of how good that match was. That's the match of the year candidate. Like, that was fantastic. Yeah, I, lo- I love Kenny going back to the, um, the cleaner character and just being that pure wrestler that... Yeah, he, can, he just wows wrestling fans uh, with... Uh, the way you can put a wrestling match together. So I'm looking forward to obviously him and Moxley at the next pay-per-view, which is I think a couple of months away. So we'll see how that storyline that goes. Um, I thought Orange Cassidy was fantastic. Yeah, it was fantastic. fun. It was a, a good fun match. It was nice and short. Because um, my main gripe about AEW is that often the matches do go for too long. So the pay-per-view was probably a little bit long for my taste. And um, if there was a negative, it was definitely the Hardy compound match, which I, which I mean, I get people liked it, but it wasn't for me personally. But um, the main event was really good. It finished quickly and, and unexpectedly, which can really add to a story. I enjoyed that match and I enjoyed the opener. 
Um, and it was a fun show. I mean, so was it a perfect... So quit now? That's it? He's over? He's done with? No, he just uh, quit in the match. Yeah. Oh, which is so... surprising because it goes against everything he is as a character, which is good. I think it gives him another layer and he can move into another storyline. I would find it pretty disappointing if Eddie Kingston spent 18 years trying to make it to the dance and then as soon as he's in the main company, he had to quit straight away. Yeah, it'd make for some good uh, promos, though. Uh, he's on <laughs> well, where would he give promos. them? He'd be quit. Hey, wrestling Twitter will retweet all, the, all those promos. <laughs> Don't worry about that. But, yeah, I've got to second you on the, the Hardy Compound match. That's cinematic. There was way too much wrestling. <laughs> for my for my liking, you know, a wrestling match broke out in the middle of a cinematic match, which was it was weird. It was weird. The MJF and Jericho, like I'll be honest, I think it went way too long because I fell asleep during it and I missed the finish. And obviously, the match was the finish. The finish was fantastic. It was very close. Yeah, it, was one of the it, short, it was. It was one of the yeah. shortest matches of the night. It was it was too <laughs> long. Sixteen and a half yeah. minutes. Everything else went over that. Yeah, if, yeah, they could have went, told that story in five minutes. Yeah, if they were going to have that finish, just cut it off early. Because um, it wasn't about the match. It's about the story going forward and what havoc uh, MJF well, It's great is to see create. that MJF now gets to go into the inner circle. That's fantastic. That's right. So that's the story. That's the story going forward. So the match was secondary to just getting MJF in there and him you know, one day throwing Jericho out of his own stable, but, I guess. But the the price of the the price of the show was worth it just for the first and last matches. Everything else was a bonus. It was a good show. Yeah, and then the Young Bucks versus FTR. I thought that was great. That was really great storytelling. If you're a diehard a, if you're a diehard AEW fan, it paid off every little story. It was a half an hour match. That is way too long. I think it is too long when there's no wrestling fans. AEW does get hurt by having the lack of crowd because their crowd is so hot. Like NXT TakeOvers, it can cover up some of the flat parts of the match. But um, I thought it told the story from start to finish of their whole well, four-year oh. dream match feud. And uh, well, I wish they had have lost the Young Bucks because then they could never have challenged for a tag team title again. So. They couldn't have challenged it. Didn't doesn't mean the title holders couldn't have challenged them. Technicality, Tony. Yeah. Could have. I'm doing pretty good. Like watch it. Watch it. And hate like it. Like your trivia, like your trivia questions, Tony. Technicality. Oh, technicality, mate. I'm doing pretty good for a bloke that didn't watch it and hated it. Yeah, well, mate, that's very good. Very good. Fans on Twitter. Very good's relative, Tony. Yeah. Thank you. I'm Wikipedia glad you think you're doing me. very well. Thank you, Wikipedia, for bringing me up to date in 30 seconds. <laughs> Well, you didn't use what culture again? No, 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 I didn't. Uh, uh, Too many you know clicks. who I'd like to speak to next week? Who? JXT. We haven't spoke to him for ages. Uh, He's got he his new be... gym opening and all that sort of stuff. Why don't you try and get him on, Welshie? I've already booked him. I am one step ahead when? of him, Tony. See? Well, this is why I think it's on the... does, Tony. This is the first time you've gone with what's actually on the run sheet and announced it. Is there any <laughs> Usually chance? you just make up. Make is there any chance in, in this God-given earth... I thought you were going to announce I had Hulk Hogan or something. Is there any chance in this God-given earth that you might actually go along with something and run with the storyline? <laughs> nope. Just a little bit of kayfabe. Since we're it's doing a freaking wrestling show, might just be fantastic. Instead of you being Mr. Perfect, oh, I've already booked him, Tony. 
Well, oh, to the I'm run sheet, Tony. What Tony. are you lying for, Tony? Cut a exactly. promo on him, Tony. Cut Just because you've had a shit day, you don't need to take it out on me. <laughs> he's gone. He's stuck up. He's yeah, stuck he's up. gone. Hey, we haven't uh, done the intro, Tony. See you next week. We haven't done the intro. Well, you're going to oh, use the intro. That you, and we'll try to explain that. Gonna, uh, catch you next so week, folks, be... right here on the turnbuckle.